Hey guys, welcome back. This is Inside Fitness Radio presents Total Fitness Podcast. My name is Matthew. My name is Walter. And today we're going to be talking about the fast food convenience. So not, you know, your McDonald's and your Wendy's and all that fun stuff. We're talking about the idea of a fast diet plan that will get you results very quickly and the convenience of it and what all these claims on these diets tend to make. So you, your keto diets, is that the best? Is that if, if it fits your macros, the best diet? Is paleo the best diet? We're going to discuss that today as well. We are also going to be discussing. Well, nowadays you have these new things where you can get your boxed food delivered to the house. And it's pretty much, here's the recipe card. Here's the stuff. Sometimes it's cut. Sometimes it's not. But in no way are you learning anything about food and being aware of what you're eating. You're just receiving something else in the mail. And it's still in the mail. And it's convenient. You just have to put it together. It takes five minutes and you're done. But I think it's more important that one thinks about and enjoys preparation and getting food made, choosing things on the basis of macros and knowledge, um, than what you're going to get through that. So that'll be part two of the discussion. Yeah. So to kick things off, uh, the reason we wanted to talk about this is as coaches, we see this all the time. And you guys listening have been bombarded with articles and Instagram posts of you need to follow this diet to lose the most weight. And this is the best diet to lose weight quickly. And this is the best diet to gain muscle quickly. You see it everywhere. It's constantly on your newsfeed and it's not a good thing to listen to or follow because when you are starting out or even when you're, you know, advanced, if you get overloaded with all this information on, this is the best, this is the best, this is the best, this will do it quickly. This will do it quickly. This will do it quickly. You will be bombarded with that. You're overloaded with information. You don't know which one to follow. You're going to jump back and forth between diet to diet or training program to training program. Not only that, but we all know that fitness takes time. Whenever you try to accomplish something really fast when it comes to fitness, it's not going to work sustainably in the long run. Now you have your diets, you have training programs. Let's say you want to gain uh, or lose weight really quick. You 100% can't just stop eating. And there's diets out that they say do a juice cleanse and you'll lose weight really fast. Yeah. And yeah, that's hundred percent true. You will. And then the second you start eating a normal diet again, you will gain weight back. That is just how things work. Now we see a big issue with this as coaches and we have people coming to us all the time, basically saying the exact same thing, which is I want fast results. I want them 10 pounds in the next two weeks. And that's dangerous because that is not a realistic expectation of what you can get out of fitness. It's just not at all. I I mean, but when I started out in the, not in the industry, when I started working out seriously for the first time, I remember I I suffered from shiny object syndrome and it was like, Oh, this program is going to be the right program. Oh no. Now I've read this program is going to be faster. So I'm going to move to it. The same thing happens with diets. I'm, I'm on keto this week, but it's kind of uncomfortable. So maybe I should do this. Maybe I should go see the doctor who tells me to eat chicken soup and get B shots every second week. Maybe I should do whatever. And maybe those things are fast, but you're right. They're not sustainable. So what is the point of losing 15, 20 pounds to gain 15, 20 pounds or a little bit more actually in my case. And I did go through that, that uh, yo-yo situation for a couple of years just always trying a new thing. And, you know, the new thing doesn't really exist. Any diet that works, it happens because you've changed your eating habits 
And so you start to lose a little bit of weight. Going extreme is not going to help you. Just Let me like ask over, you. Over exercising, extreme exercising is not going to speed up the process. Yeah. And let me ask you as well. Did you enjoy those diets where it was like you were on two weeks, let's say of keto, for example, and it was uncomfortable, but you got your results. And then to sustain that result, you still have to be on that diet that you do not enjoy. And we both have been in this no. situation. We don't enjoy it. It's not fun. No, I mean, you, start looking, you start looking in the second week or third week, you start looking for the new diet. Yeah. So you're already giving up that one. I mean, I've, I've had the same thing with people who say, Yes, I want to lose weight. Okay, I say, here's an app. I want you to use it so we can track your food. And then they start looking for an app they like better. Well, why don't you just do what you're told? Why don't you do one thing, <laughs> one thing to see how it works? Don't be constantly jumping back and forth. Yeah. And that's the other problem with, with these diets. You can sort of go, well, oh, I just read this one's better. So I'll switch to it and never stick to anything long enough to really see themselves. Yeah, because when it comes to dieting, two weeks is a long time to most people, but it's yes. a very short amount of time when it comes to actual sustainability fitness goals. Or let's say, again, you're trying to lose 20 pounds. Two weeks is not a long time at all, but it feels like a long time because you're following this crazy fast diet and, you know, drink shakes all day long just uh, the Vogue diet back in the 1980s or 70s or something. The Vogue diet was eat a boiled egg for breakfast, two cups of coffee. Lunch was a boiled egg and a glass of Chardonnay. And then dinner was like a piece of fish with the rest of the bottle of the Chardonnay. Of course, you're going to lose weight. If, if that. not a second bottle or a third bottle. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> really you're so the miserable yeah. about what you're not eating. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, I, but those diets have been around. I mean, the Hollywood cabbage soup diet, things like that. You know, all you're doing is is uh, throwing a bunch of excess fiber into your body and a lot of liquid, so you're flushing out what's already just sitting there anyway. Are you losing weight? Not probably. You know, your you intestinal tract may be getting a little clearer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the difference too. I mean. Again, I'm not saying if you enjoy keto, by all means, do keto. If you enjoy the carnivore diet, do the carnivore diet. But don't look at these. Same with, um, this is a trend I noticed with uh, when I was in high school, at least, and even middle school, like just getting, you know, grade eight, grade nine. I noticed a lot of people in my grade, specifically the, the girls, would jump on the vegetarian or vegan diet because that was what the media was promoting at the time. That's what Hollywood or that's whatever actress was promoting was, oh, I'm vegan and I lost 20 pounds of weight doing the vegan diet. And again, you got susceptible teens that want to lose weight and they want to be just like you. So they're going to follow that diet. So the vegan diet back then when I was in high school, wasn't even about just being vegan for the sake of being vegan, you know, for the reason it is now it was, I wanted to be vegan. So I lose weight because carbs are bad. But then again, vegan is basically just, is just carb diet anyways, vegetarian is because they were like, oh, well, you know, beef has fat in it and fat is bad for you. You know, carbs are bad. Bread is bad. So I'm going to cut out all my bread. You got to have some avocados to make up for the fat that you're not getting in the the meat that you're having. Like there's a balance that needs to be achieved for proper uh, 
endocrinology, for, for brain function, for all those other things that you know those are good for. But we forget about that. It's interesting because as you were saying that, I was thinking, yeah, that's a generational thing, definitely. Because in my generation, kids weren't allowed to eat what they wanted. They had to eat what their parents put in front of them. Now, I don't want to sound too much like old school, old school, but uh, dinner at the table has become a different thing now yeah. than it used to be. The, the family gathering on a nightly basis seems to have disappeared with, well, I've got dance for and I've got this and I've got that and I've got yoga class and whatever. Um, I don't want to go into too much of a societal examination, but uh, you need to have that. We are all eating the same sort of thing. We are gathering at the table together. I think, and uh, and that's that's gone. It makes it a lot harder when the thirteen-year-old has dietary demands. Yeah, different from the rest of the family. Your yeah. seven-year-old. Yeah, and I mean that's. I mean, when it came down to when I was a kid, I mean, we ate dinner together, but I knew friends that you know their parents they were like go fend for yourself here's money for a pizza all that stuff like when if my my dad was very much into fitness he was boxing weightlifting all that stuff my mom was a ballet so they were on i mean I'm, i grew up thankfully eating very very healthy food like my my dinners throughout high school was chicken and quinoa and and chicken and rice or beef and rice like stuff like that um i had well-balanced meals i didn't have to cut out bread I didn't have to cut out fats. I didn't have to cut out certain proteins. I didn't have to cut out. I just ate what was better for me. Thankfully, I knew that from the education that my school and my parents had given to me. And I, and when I started realizing, oh, I may want to do this long-term as an athlete or, you know, whatever I wanted to do at the time, I just wanted to be in fitness. I knew it was going to be a big part of my life. I started doing my own research, but when I started doing my own research is when shit got crazy. That's when it was like, okay, go drink a gallon of milk a day to gain weight. Cause I wanted to gain weight. And there's the gallon of milk a day diet, the strong lifts five by five training program. You just do five by five on the big five or the big three. So your bench, your squat, your deadlift, five reps, yeah. by five sets, and you drink a gallon of milk. That's your calories for the day alongside other food, obviously. But it was crazy. And I did it. And I felt awful because that much dairy whole milk that much dairy i had never had in my entire life if anything i was drinking skim milk most of my life um and it was just yeah it was crazy i was like oh god but i guess this is what it takes to and that's it it's like this is what it takes to gain weight or this is what it takes to lose weight and that's the excuse people give themselves to have crappy crappy diets if you're talking from like a bodybuilding or a sport specific diet um standpoint that's another thing because as we know bodybuilding when you're trying to cut down to that, you will feel crappy, but I still would like to think. And not only that, I do know that my diet, even though it's way too low of calories, when I'm trying to cut down for a show, it's still well-balanced in the sense I'm still getting the micronutrients that are needed from certain, uh, from certain meals or certain foods, I should say, you know, carnivore diet well, is it. I mean, protocols may change depending on the sport. Exactly. But the protocol for just normal human life, sustaining us healthily, doesn't change. And we put these other issues into it. We have to, well, I have to lose this weight this fast 
you know, uh, how many times has someone come to you as a trainer and said, I want to get training because there's a wedding happening in three months, too many times, you know, and, and I got, I got to get in this dress. Why do you have to change your dress size? You know, um, it, it just all makes no sense to me. But the whole concept of weight as being something that's just pounds is also something that we fight on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. you know? um, and I, I think old school says, yeah, it's, it's how much you weigh when you get on the scale and I have to lose 10 pounds. Whether it be muscle or fat doesn't matter to me. So I'm going to go on this crazy diet. Yeah. I mean, I was having a conversation with uh, a client the other day about that, actually, which was they wanted to lose weight and they were losing. And that's why uh, as a coach, I do progress photos. I could care less what the scale weighs or what you weigh on the scale because of the fact that you could fluctuate anywhere from like three to seven pounds in a day, just because did you go to the bathroom this morning? Did you eat really salty food last night? Did you have more water than you usually do? Did you sleep well? Did you not sleep well? There's all these factors. Not only that, but if you're looking from like a three month standpoint, you know, you may weigh 150 pounds when you first started and you still may weigh 150 pounds after the three month mark. But you look at those pictures and it's like a completely different person. There's more muscle definition. There's more muscle. There's less fat. And that's what matters as the weight viewpoint. That's why when I tell people that come to train with me or when I try to educate people that are just asking, like how I get it all the time on Instagram, like, how do I lose weight? How do I lose the muffin top? How do I lose, you know, fat around my face? I'm like, don't worry right now about that. Worry first about training well consistently. Worry about dieting well. Make sure you're getting a well-balanced diet. Once you can, once you can handle that, then you can maybe start adding in a new protocol or maybe you can start adding in or taking away a little bit of something. And that's why like keto works for guys like you and myself, because if we go on a keto diet, we know how to do it in the way that we will still feel okay. And we'll make it sustainable. I just don't mm -hmm. do keto because I like bread and I like rice and I like carbs. It's the same thing with like a carnivore well, diet. And the thing is too, it has also spawned a whole new industry, you know, ketogenic, bread what <laughs> yeah um, you know uh these keto snacks things that are are allowable for the keto diet keto coffee not allowable for yeah. the keto diet yeah uh, and you and, got like and, stuff like keto coffee just put a pound of butter into your coffee and it's keto yeah <laughs> no thanks um although i like butter uh, <laughs> but no but i mean it is no different from other dietary things. I mean, look at what's happened with, with protein and everything now. You can get chips that are proteinated. Proteinated. I, mean, I go to the grocery store and I buy protein wraps. It's 10 grams of protein for a, a tortilla wrap. It doesn't yeah. taste like a normal tortilla. It tastes fake, but it has 10 grams yeah. of protein in it. So why not eat a little more meat? Wouldn't you like to have 10 grams of meat? Well, but this is it. I mean, it's, it's fast food convenience. It's fast and yeah. easy. And that's the point. I mean, we're, let's go into the part two of this. Cause that, that relates well into part two, which is you have all of these fast food kind of snacks now and you have all these. Yeah. And it, it, 
you go into any supplement store and you can find like protein nuts, you can find protein uh, chocolate balls, you can find protein popcorn. Uh, uh, Cheetos. Yeah. Cheeto balls. Yeah. yeah. They have protein in them. So you can use them as protein croutons in a salad. Which are delicious. But, yeah, <laughs> but, but that's not the point. Why are they making these things? Because it's fast and it's fast. They're food. not that much healthier. And really, you're just tricking yourself. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, when it comes down to things like the fast food side of this industry where it's like, get it in as quick as you can. And that has 10 grams of protein. So I'm going to eat that instead of the one that has five grams of protein. Or when you get a boxed meal delivered to your door with food preparation, this is what you need to do. It's all cut and prepped for you. That's great. That's easy. And if for somebody who's just starting out hundred percent, go for it. And I'm not saying like, again, this is a bad thing. Like these protein snacks and these meals, they're not bad. I a hundred percent recommend them for somebody who's just starting out. When it gets to the point though, that you can maybe diet consistently and you understand a little bit more, that's when I think it's reasonable to cut back on that or to cut it out. The reason that these things are dangerous is because especially like the packaged foods where you're, um, you're getting like, uh, I can't even remember the names of them, but you, you get the box and it just, it's a meal prep service and it's delivered to your door and you just put it on the stove and you cook it and you're good to go. That is dangerous in the sense that you don't know how to properly maybe measure out your own food. You don't know what to look for in a grocery store. You are just going off the fact that somebody said that was healthy, that had 30 grams of protein, it had 15 grams of carbs, and it had 10 grams of fat. That matches your macros. Go for it. Go eat it. Yeah. And it's dangerous because you don't, you're not learning. You're not educating yourself on what you should be doing. You're not under, understanding how your body reacts to certain foods or certain macros or micronutrients or certain uh, meats or certain carbs or whatever. And also, I mean, in all honesty, I think, you know, what you work harder for, you enjoy more. And, and I, I love food. You know, I love food. But if it's always just delivered, if it's always just like this, and I never have to work for it, I never have to do anything, I stop enjoying it. I'm just wolfing it down and it becomes convenience. So the eating becomes convenience as well. It stops being an event where you can stop for a few seconds and breathe and eat and relax. It becomes another way of doing it faster, 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 faster. So you can get back to Netflix or whatever. And I think that's wrong. I think we need to take the time to relax. I, I, when I was going through my last, my last show and I had that really bad issue with the hiccups that were coming on for days and days at a time, the biggest issue I had was the fact that I was eating as quickly as I was. Yeah. Because I had to get to the next client. I had to do this. I had to do that. We need to slow down and breathe and chew the food for proper digestion as well. Yeah. Um, and we're not doing that sort of thing. Everybody probably listening to this at some point in their life has eaten a meal while doing work or eaten a meal at the office or at their desk or watching Netflix. I do that all the time. I set my yeah. phone up and I eat. But if it's every meal. That's when it becomes bad because yeah. And you're exactly right. From the standpoint of just proper digestion, we are not chewing our food enough. 
we are not necessarily eating or preparing our food in the right way. And if you're, if you're going back to the first part of this, where we were talking about like carnivore diet, keto diet, paleo, whatever it is, carnivore diet, basically, I may not agree necessarily with what it says, like why it's like, oh, you can only eat red meat and only eat certain types, like whatever. I say eat a well-balanced diet, but like carnivore is great because they do say, try to eat as much food as unprocessed as possible. So you're not grabbing the deli meats. You're not grabbing the chicken that's already pre-cut and cooked and wrapped in plastic. You go to the store you or you go to the butcher even, and yeah, it's a little bit more expensive, but you go to the butcher, you grab the slab of meat that was basically cut fresh off the cow that morning. You go home and you cook it exactly. Well, I don't know where your butcher is. <laughs> um, but you go home and you cook it the way that it that literally just throw it on the grill and you're, you're good to go. It's the, it's the processed foods that are really screwing up uh, or making it way too easy to do the fast food of dieting. And it's the, it's these foods as well that make it, as you said, it's not an event anymore. And I think that needs to shift a little bit too, because just from a mindset perspective, and you can talk about this as well. I think you have a better um, understanding of it than I do just be based on the age difference. You know, again, I, I stopped eating dinner at a normal time with people around me, probably when I was like 18, 19, then it was just like, okay, I just eat dinner. I scarf it down at my desk and I'm good to go. Like, I mean, now with my fiance, we eat it three times a week together, but other times we're too busy working or this or that, or whatever it is. And I think that that's something that the speeding up of life is difficult and I don't think it's necessarily good for us. I mean, talking about food, talking about sleep. We don't sleep properly because we can't turn down our phone early enough to not have the blue light that keeps us awake, that deprives us from sleeping properly. And the same thing happens with food. If we're not sitting down, taking a moment to breathe and relax, we're not getting the benefit out of the food as well as we could if we were. I think that um, socialization is important. And the fact that families aren't together, the fact that you two, three times a week, you sit down and eat together. We put, yeah, sorry. No, we, we eat dinner at the same times. It's just the same meal. I mean, okay. okay. I should have clarified that. Uh, you know, but I, I think there, there's so much of that too. Like, uh, and, and I do it here. Okay. So you're going to take care of yourself Tuesday night and Thursday night. Cause I can't be eating dinner with you. I'll deal with my own. You deal with your own and that's it. I make sure that the nights that we are eating together become more of an event, that we do sit down. Do we sit down at the dining room table? Not always. But at least there's a, here's the time, we're doing it, we're doing it, we're doing it. And, and, and the food that I make, although I just spent two hours doing meal prep for most of the week, uh, it is prepped a la minute. I take this, I take that, I heat things up, I, I you know make a fresh salad, whatever. And I think that that then becomes more of an event. Yeah. And it's emotionally satisfying because it's got to be satisfying on more than just a, I eat it fast. So I don't even know if I'm not hungry anymore. I haven't given satiety a time frame to actually start working, but I'm done, but I have to go to the next thing. I have to go to the next thing. I have to go to the next thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's dangerous. Well, it's like, it's, it's eating for a 
No, but yeah. it's it's a really good point to bring up. I mean, when do we ever stay on topic during these podcasts? Um, it's a really good point to bring up, which is if you're eating for a goal, if you're eating a keto diet, if you're eating because of fast convenience, you want to lose weight fast, whatever. That is your that is your life. You can do what you want. But when it comes down to it, from an overall fitness standpoint, not just the physical losing weight, gaining muscle, not from just the the mental, it's just the whole aspect of fitness. You need that in your life because fitness is not only working out and dieting. Fitness is everything. Fitness of relationships, fitness of your, your family, fitness of your partner, fitness of wealth, fitness of your business. How do you fit? Literally just take the first word fit. How do you fit everything into your life and how does it mesh well together? And that's a good point. Even if you're dieting for a show. Yeah. I think discipline is, is the word. That, that's missing you know if if i if everything i do is geared towards making it faster and more convenient if calling uber eats is better than making it myself if ordering a pizza is better than making it myself if ordering a company to bring a box of food that i then spent 10 minutes cooking is better than chopping the food myself buying the food separately cooking it myself then it becomes convenient 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 why then should I not look for a faster workout? Why then should I not try to do my job faster and maybe not as efficiently? I'm going to jump in there because there are classes now. There are gyms that are saying lose 15, you know, follow this class and burn 1500 calories in 15. Not really, but you know, follow it. It's a 20 minute class. Hour. Yeah. Half an hour class. That's all you need to lose this way to burn 900 calories. It's that attention grabbing. And to anybody out there that says to me, I do not have enough time to do this. And that's why I do that. I say, bullshit. You are just not making the time to do any of this. Where you is your priority? To make the time. No, but it's also like, it, yeah, I mean, that's it. If, if, if you're saving time because you're ordering in, what are you doing with the time you're saving? Are you playing video games? Are you scrolling even if you I are do it all working, the time. even if time. you are working i don't care even if you are working that is not healthy that is there is no fitness between there's no proper relationship that you have going on there and that is what the issue is and that's what we need to avoid and that's basically the last point i'll say you just need to avoid that because it is not a lifestyle that is sustainable and it's not a lifestyle that is healthy you will be stressed out all the time. You aren't taking time to enjoy the little things. Do you ever appreciate what you're like? It, could you even name 10 things right now that you're grateful for, for that day? No, because you're so busy or you're so unorganized. That's it. I mean, everybody has the same 24 hours. You have to play it to make it work for you. You have to take and you have to give and you have to take and you have to give. Figure out what you need to take from and figure out what you need to give from. If you are listening to this podcast right now, that means you're probably wanting to improve your life with the physical aspect and the fitness aspect of things. So that probably means that you should be allocating a little bit more time to your physical health so you can live better and healthier and live a longer life instead of stressing yourself out at work just because that five minutes that you had to, or the, the hour a week that you had to go to the grocery store to buy food and then another hour to cook the food and prep it for the whole week, because that's too much. No. Beautifully said. I don't know what else to say after that. 
guys, anything worth having in this life is worth working for and worth taking the time to work for. If you don't want to do that, if it's got to be more convenient, if it's got to be easier. If you're jumping from A to B to C because that's it's too hard, so I'm going to move to here, I'm going to move to here, I'm going to move to here, you will never accomplish much. You have to stop, allow the process to happen, verify that it's happening, and then make your decision about whether to leave a process, change things around. It's the same thing with diet versus exercise. Okay, I've lost 10 pounds. I want to go a little bit better. Okay, am I going to exercise harder and cut my calories down? Which one worked? I don't know. So why don't you do one instead of the other? But we always want to go full hog all the time. And, and it, it doesn't work in real life long term. I'm all about long term. Guess why? So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, if you want to make things long term, give them the chance to work or not work and then judge them from there. Exactly. There you go, guys. That's it for today. If you guys have any questions, if you have any comments on this podcast, please message us or uh, DM us. We want to hear below. from you. We always want to hear from you guys. Yes. Um, that's it. Stay safe, guys. Stay breezy. Take care. Bye-bye.